Yeah. Two so anyway. weeks ago, mm-hmm. I went to Sheets, ordered drive through, got there. They said, "Oh, it's still gonna be a few more few more minutes. Pull up to the window." So I'm pulling up to the window. I sit there for almost thirty minutes. I turn, I, I pull forward, go to the parking spot, walk inside. You know, I, I didn't bother because she had like her AirPods and it was like super late. It was like one in the morning, something like that. And I was like, I was just letting letting her finish her thing. She turns around and I'm like, excuse me, super nice about it. You know, I've been waiting outside for like 30 minutes for a drive through order for Lucas. And she just is like looking at me with like a death face. And then she looks at a bag sitting right in front of her. Hmm. That is, I've been looking at, didn't get added there while I was standing there. That's been sitting there the entire time and goes, <sighs> hands it to me and I'm like oh thank you so much went home it's a little frustrated you know yep but I was but I, I was super nice about it then I got home I ordered my hot dogs I got my hot dogs they were completely plain Ugh. there was no nacho cheese there was no mayonnaise there was no tomatoes no onions no pickles nothing you got that naked was, wieners I got naked wieners oh on a pretzel my bun God. How hard is it? Genuinely. How freaking hard is it? The okay? Thing, the, you hear me? The thing is, I wouldn't have been upset if it was wrong and I would have gotten it on time. Yeah. Right. But like, I was like, okay, yeah, I know I get a lot of stuff on my things. And it's late. You guys are probably understaffed. I'll let sure. you take your time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like being yeah. very patient yeah. about it. And then there was nothing on them, which is like, why didn't I get my food then? Whatever. You know, just whatever. Yeah. I was pressed. I was pressed. Absolutely pressed. And I was like, if this ever happens again, I'm suing. <laughs> yeah. Listen, one thing you don't get in the way of is the glizzy. Okay? You don't mess up the glizzy order. You're under 30. You have friends. Figure it out. And Claudia. What's up? <laughs> In today's episode, <laughs> we're going to be diving into what we've been watching lately and continuing on with the HBO series True Detective Night Country. This is season four, and we're talking about part three and part four. All right. So it just says that normally we start out with Jared's list. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Jared's we do. Rolls it out. All right. No. It's gonna be short. Um, also, I didn't get. Yeah, get, you're gonna say your intro. I didn't get to. I, yeah, because it's, it's weird when you're the host. I know it is. It is. It's it's weird. To, when yeah, when do you throw it in? Or but, do you um, throw it in when we start talking about True Detective? You're in Night Country. Now. True D. We're all in Night Country. Now, now you got your quote. Yeah, that's it. No, I, I got the one from Part Three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> It's going to be not safe for work? No, no. no. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. I don't remember anything this funny. That's why I'm like, what is this? What does this have to do with? Because every time I hear it, I hear Jacob saying it in my voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Aren't you cold, baby girl? I need to leave. I can't do this in anymore. the peanut voice, I'm though. <laughs> oh, in the peanut. <laughs> That's what I immediately went to. Aren't you cold, baby girl? 
Good lord. Good lord. <laughs> Stop it. Knock it off. Got them peanuts. <laughs> no one's going to understand these references, nope. which is even better. Oh yeah. my gosh, right. ew. <laughs> so, Jerry, what have you been watching lately? Whenever oh. you collect your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I only got a couple of things. I'm going to start with what I've really actually been watching, but is not going to really apply is I'm rewatching Elden Ring lore videos and speculation for the expansion. Yes, he has. Yes, sir. <laughs> Claudia is annoyed by it. But Already? Yeah. No, I'm just, I'll play something. No, she's not, it doesn't matter. I'm either yeah. asleep or I'm playing something. Yeah. So it I'm just, really it's, it's a lot that I'm watching. But anyway, but that's not TV, TV. This that's is why YouTube. we have two TVs in the living room. Yeah. Yep. Um, how could you not be interested interested in Elden Ring lore, Claudia? Sometimes it seems like she is. Sometimes secretly. I do be watching that. Yeah, thing. I know. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, that's cool. And then I'll be like. Addison was re- like already like ready. Like when you were playing, she was mm-hmm. interested and she didn't really know anything about it. Yep. She anyway, really but that's. She's also really interested in Jacob right now. So <coughs> oh, right. Well. Yeah. Um. So besides that, though, I have three that I will go through quick. I, the new ones, and then I have an old one. Uh, the new one is Masters of the Air, which just came out on Apple, and this is created by the people that made Band of Brothers, which is a great miniseries. Do you ever see Band of Brothers? Nope, never even heard of it. Really? Oh, I know. Uh, uh, Jacob definitely has heard of it because that's that's where up his alley. Um, anyway, but this is, this is also, Band of Brothers was set in World War II, World War II, this is also set at that same time, but it's about the airmen in the 100th Bomb Group, is what it says at the start. <clears throat> and, uh, it's a slow start, but I think it's gonna be good. I haven't watched much of it, but I wanted to mention that, because that was a big one that just started on Apple. And then I watched Ferrari, which is a movie by Michael Mann, which is one of my favorite directors. And it just came out finally digitally. And uh, it's awesome. I knew it would be. It's Adam Driver and um, Penelope Cruz, which she is so good in this. She's always good, but she's very good in this. And it's about Enzo Ferrari's life in 1957. Mm. But it's awesome. Uh, it's He's building his new cars and preparing for a, what is it? Oh, a, a thousand mile race across Italy. Um, and yeah. That sounds sick. What is that on? It's not streaming yet. You can just buy it. All right, I'll buy it. We bought it (laughs) with money. (laughs) Uh, My two others, I'm not going to... uh, Yeah, I'm going to save those because it's probably stuff that Josh has watched. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's it. But anyway, yeah, you should check out Ferrari. It's sick. Cool. So, yeah, um, I guess... You would go next, Lucas, if you yep, have anything. Technically. So. Little, and back to Anime Corner? Maybe? <laughs> Welcome back to my anime central table. <laughs> this yeah. Anime center. A round table, if you will. The round table, if you will. Uh, I have done my absolute best to find something new to, t- to tell you guys have yet to really find anything. The only mm. thing that I can really mention is solo leveling is 
officially airing. We're four episodes in, and it seems like it might be good. Might be, though. It seems like it's a little over... Okay. Um, not overpaid. Like a little... Like, the budget was small enough that they are, like, condensing the plot so that there's less episodes. Yeah. So, like, it feels like something that, like, should be more, like, Jujutsu Kaisen level um, length, but it isn't. And so, four episodes in, you're kind of, like, you're definitely missing some holes and different things here, but they're doing a pretty good job at it. So, interested to see where that goes. And then... uh there was two other animes I tried watching, made it about three or four episodes in, and it just really wasn't anything special. It was actually kind of like terrible, and so stop watching those. But one other one that I did watch, which I'm kind of interested in because it's a different type of thing that I've watched before, and it's got a um, interesting art style to it. It's um, it's called what was it called? By the way, I heard that JJK is. So good. The second yes, season. the second season is amazing. I'm not finished it yet, but I'm I'm pretty pretty. What caught, I watched pretty the first up. season was awesome, but I, is the second season even better? Because that's what I Sign heard. of Affection is the anime. Sign of Affection. Yeah, it's okay. about a girl who's deaf. Okay. So sign, as mm. in like sign language of affection, and she's yeah. falling in love with this boy, who's like a he like travels the world. Because he feels like there's nothing at home for him to like learn and experience, but then like he meets her and he's like, "Oh, there's a whole part of the world that I haven't learned. That's actually a home." And you're yeah. like, "Okay," but it's actually done really well, like because you see it from her perspective. So there's a lot of times where like you'll see people talking and things, and like they won't have subtitles and you can't hear anything they're saying. Mm. And so like, oh, okay. like it's very artistically. I'm interested to see where it goes. Plot wise, it's kind of mm. mid right now. Got you. But it's only got like three episodes out, so. Yep. So that's what I've been. That's what I've been watching, anime-wise. Claudia, have you watched any reality TV recently, or anything else? No, I have not watched reality TV. Nothing really. Oh shoot! Good I forgot right one now. too. But continue. Jared, we, we Jared wa- with the. I'm sorry. One no, more thing. Uh, we we were watching it together, so you could mention it oh. if you wanted to. Why don't you just go ahead, and then I'll get into mine. Okay. Uh, Euphoria. I'm rewatching Euphoria from the beginning. Yeah. I still have yet to see Euphoria. Oh, Luke. I haven't seen it since it came out in 2019, and I've been told to watch it like dozens of times. This will be my third time watching it. Oh yeah, you've seen it. It's that good. So here's is it that good? Yes, because um, what is my note for this? Because I had something specific I was going to mention. Uh, yeah, with the visuals and the camera work, it's probably some of the best i've seen in any show ever like okay it's sam it's levinson beautiful it's a beautiful it's show. insane uh what he does with this show and you know it's just good and i don't normally watch these kind of shows obviously because okay. it's all high school basically right yeah but yeah <clears throat> the other thing yeah, i want to mention though is that just now now that it's 2024 and who knows when there's going to be another season of Euphoria because every actor on the show is like some of the biggest actors in the world now. Um, yeah. Obviously Zendaya. Uh, who's Sydney about Sweeney. To, Sydney Sweeney. Jacob Elordi. Jacob Elordi. Um, the other person. Wait. There's one more. Um, Maude Apatow. 
she's pretty big right now too. Is she in other stuff? Yeah. Like recently? Okay, I haven't seen her in any, but the rest of them I've seen in so many things. I think she might be doing Broadway right now. Actually. Okay. Well. Maybe. And I'm just very excited for Dune Part Two, which is the next thing Zendaya is going to be in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, so I want to mention that it is just you should watch it just for the visuals alone. It's that gotcha. good. All right, I'll pick it up. And yeah, I mean, do you have anything else to say about it since we're rewatching it? No, we no? covered it. Yeah, I just love that show. I'm like surprised I said, it'll be my third time. Yeah, you've seen it, seeing three it times. through. Wow. Yeah, um, big fan of drama, obviously. So yeah. But the acting in this is incredible. It is. It's some of the best acting I've seen, especially from Zendaya. Oh, yeah. Zendaya brings it in this show. It's insane. Um, but the the only thing I'm watching is the continuation of that show, Big Love. Right. <laughs> about the polygamist family. Yes. And uh, I'm on season two now, like halfway through season two at this point, actually. Uh, the prophet just got shot in the street mm. in cold blood. Hey, spoilers. Yeah. This show is like 10 years old if you haven't seen it. It's it's older than that, I was going to say, I think it is older than that, actually. Yeah, but that's when you get to that threshold oh, where like... People are like, oh, oh I've never, never heard, heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorry. Josh had it. I think Josh is going to watch it. He's, He's definitely going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Did they ever get a? Did he ever get a fourth wife? No, not yet. Not yet. Right? He was, he was the, there was a little speculation. Yeah. But it did not happen. He realized it was not plausible from God. Mm. It wasn't it was more his feelings and not like a revelation from the Lord that he should bring in a fourth. Even though in polygamist families, Mormon families, the more wives like basically the closer to heaven yeah. essentially. So but it has to make sense, I guess. Mm. And uh, if you saw the show, you'd think three is more than enough. Because my guy, why'd you do this to yourself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's Especially all I'm watching. the one I only see it like in passing when yeah. you watch it. But yeah. whoever Chloe Sevigny is is like insane in this show. She is nuts in this show, and yeah. she's the prophet's daughter. Yeah, the prophet. Um, but yeah. Pretty crazy show. Recommended if you're like, you know, stuck at home, nothing to do. It'll probably suck you in if you're like me and you're a sucker. It's an interesting premise for sure. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I like shows that give you a, like a, kind of like a, a peek into like what, <clears throat> something that you're not like familiar with, like a, what a polygamous family might look like, like a modern day. Like, mm -hmm. what does that look like on a day to day basis? I just love shows like that where I get to, I feel like I'm spying on them. It's fun. But yeah, that's it. That's it for me. All right. Well, then let's dive into part three and part four of Night Country. First, part three. And our director and writer, once again, Issa Lopez. She also did part four. Okay, I'm wondering, yeah, did, did she just do them all, I guess? I, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, we probably. haven't seen a difference in stipulation yet. Mm. And <clears throat> Night, uh, True Detective, Night Country Part 3. 
While searching for Clark, Pryor asked Danvers about the case that strained her partnership with Navarro. Sifting through Clark's trailer, they find a lead about another Tassalo. Tassalo? Tassalo. Salal. Salal? It's the research center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's Salal. I don't know. Looking at it as a word doesn't look I the know, same. Yeah. Salal worker Danvers clashes with her stepdaughter. All right. So, overall thoughts? No spoilers. This is going to be hard to do them separate. I'm trying to think like... I know. I mean, it, if I remember correctly, this one was okay, this episode. It wasn't like anything like, ooh, like some of the previous ones that made me feel in particular. Um, I feel like we could go ahead and talk about both or do you want to split them up? All right, we can... Well, yeah, we'll, we'll just do both. Just because, I mean, when we talk about overall, like, I don't remember when... <laughs> the one episode ends and then it's true yeah it's hard it's kind of like jumbled up in my head right now yeah because we didn't watch them like back to back so okay so we're doing both at the same time so then part four on top of that navarro takes julia <laughs> mental health issues resurface promising improvement danvers and navarro locate where annie was killed danvers severely punishes leah for protesting when julia's mental health struggles resurface Navarro brings her look so they're promising this time would be better later danvers and navarro confront location of annie's murder and danvers levies a harsh punishment on leah that was worded weirdly yeah that was like the same that was thing. the synopsis yeah huh, yeah that seemed kind of long that but anyway yeah you, go ahead claudia yeah with like these yeah. two episodes yeah first one uh the what's it the third one mm -hmm. three and four is what we're doing it's yeah. okay it was okay fourth <clears throat> one was definitely better than the third one in my opinion um i feel like a lot more happened a lot more was revealed and the characters that i like to see in the show we got more of Although I didn't like that What's-His-Face wasn't in it. I mean, he was in it enough, but I like having, um, um, oh gosh, the boy, the young Pryor. boy. Pryor. I like him a lot. Mm, yeah. Um, and I'm I, learning the names now. I like Pryor a lot. I wish he was in it a little bit more. Yeah. But I overall, agree. the fourth was better than the third, I guess, if we're not getting into spoilers. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Because I'm just going <laughs> to... Okay. Well, should we go ahead and say, like, each of us feel differently about this yes. show overall? Yes. Um, Very different. So whoever listens to this slash watches this, some of these takes you might not like, or you might like, depending on how you feel about the show, because um, Claudia likes the show the most. Um, I'm kind of in the middle... And I would say this is where I've liked the show the least because, again, this is a six-episode show. So would you say this is the second act, Lucas? Yeah. Okay. It is. By, this, by the end of the the episode four, yeah. you're definitely hitting the potential climax. Okay. Not to go into it too much because kind of overall, but it doesn't yeah. really feel like much of a climax. Yeah. If we're being like nothing really happened, which means it's going to be kind of like a mid-episode five type thing. And then episode six is going to be a probably overly jam-packed falling action 
okay, written resolution. So that, see that that's my issue, and I was saying that when we finished mm-hmm. the episode, Claudia, yeah. I was like, "There's only two episodes left. They gotta put a lot of stuff. Yeah, because nothing don't like is the, still making sense. Because episode three was so bloody long and had so many unnecessary yeah, points in it's true. the right. episode, and so then they jammed too much in episode four, and then sorry, I'm getting into my yeah, no, but, feelings about. But it. this is what's so weird because the show we just covered before this, Monarch. Mm-hmm. The same exact thing kind of happened, mm-hmm. but that was 10 episodes and we were saying you don't need 10 episodes because mm-hmm. there's a lot. Remember we were talking about that they right. could have cut out. Yeah. So I thought this show and I, I think when did I look it up? I was like, oh, it's only six episodes. I'm like, this should be great. Like they don't, mm-hmm. even the previous seasons have all been eight and I mean, now the seasons are good, but like obviously always go mm-hmm. back to season one. Like yeah. that's eight hours of perfection in my opinion mm-hmm. but um but yeah like so them only doing six i figured this is gonna be pretty tight of a story but yeah. i don't know it, it's weird how they're kind of slowly bringing the plot along yeah these it last is. two are pretty pretty creepy though they've upped that for sure they've upped like <clears throat> the scariness in the most show. recent one for sure I, like I, I would say just in the fourth episode the third episode was kind of just just that one scene with the with the guy in the bed was mm-hmm. was creepy. That but, was the third episode, wasn't it? Yeah, this one was way more like there was even a jump scare in this. Yeah, one. there was. Yeah, yeah. So no, I didn't jump. Well, I didn't either. But <laughs> it is technically it a, is jump a jump scare. scare. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but that's it though. I just I hope um, the last two. I just hope they can. That's the other thing. It's weird. If I have she's, high hopes. I really do. But like, if she's writing and directing all six. I feel like that's even more reason it should be a yeah. tighter, better story, right? Because right? mm-hmm. yeah. there's not other people conflicting with it mm-hmm. that are directing. Yep. You shouldn't feel inconsistency between episode to episode. Yeah. But it does feel that way. So and, either we're uh, about to see a masterpiece that we aren't expecting coming maybe. or yeah. it's, it's just... Going to be disappointing. Very disappointing, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But and, uh, it's also because it has the name True Detective attached to it, that makes a lot of people's... Um, their expectations sure. way higher. So yeah. not if, me. Never seen, never really heard right. of True Detective. So I'm just flat out disappointed. Mm. <laughs> well, dang. If you ever watched season one, Lucas, let me know what you think. Because I, I think I'm considering it because if you also think this isn't really as, because like, it seems like something that I would like, but I'm just not here for it. Yeah. So I'll have to, at some point, yeah. watch season one. Just, yeah, just season one. Really not anything else. But, uh, and I do appreciate, though, they, they did connect it. They have connected a decent amount with mm. season one, which is interesting that they're doing that. But I don't know. It is, it, it's a weird thing. And I think um, the only other thing I want to say before you go, Lucas, is I agree with you with the acting. Some of the acting's great. Some of the acting's not good. Um, I picked up on it more this time with uh, not Jodie Foster, who is Danvers. Right, mm-hmm. Navarro. Navarro. Um, obviously, she hasn't acted much anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she that. gets a little bit of a yeah. But one thing I noticed that <laughs> I've noticed with some other uh, actors recently that I don't like, and I don't know if it's a sign of like actors trying too hard or or just not. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But and I noticed that the most in these past two is when she does any dialogue her whole face starts shaking like she's trying to be more dramatic about it. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a few other actors in other shows do this. And I can't unsee it now because I'm like, 
this is not making this a better right. performance. Mm-hmm. And I noticed she started doing that too. And I'm like, what is this thing in Hollywood now that there's been like at least four or five I've noticed now that have done that. Mm. And I don't, anyone else like, cause obviously we, we all, Jody Foster's amazing. Uh, what's his name that you were just talking about? Yeah. Who plays the, prior? Yeah. He's doing I don't great. I the name of the actor, but he's, he's really good. Yeah, he's really he's good. Very good. Yeah. And his dad too. I mean, he's he's a more well-known actor, though, but his dad's good. Finn Bennett okay. plays Officer Peter Pyre. Pyre. Yeah, and his dad's good. And I would say pretty much... Yeah, his dad, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, like, I don't know. But, again, you're right. We should give her some of a pass because... Is this really the first thing she's acted in, Navarro? Uh, I believe... I mean, first thing that I've seen her in, I guess I should say. Yeah, but. so... I mean, so I I don't want to like, yeah, brag on her too much, but it's just something I noticed in, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, that's it. Mm. Oh, she been in some some other stuff. Catch the fair, True Detective, Black Flies. Just those two. Just those okay. three. Oh wait, she was she was a writer on Catch the Fair. Huh. Okay. Catch the Fair one. Sorry. It's a movie. Say, yeah. Catch the fair one. She was also in it. Okay. A former champion boxer embarks on the flight of her life when she goes... Oh, is it about her? Oh, is it a documentary, though, or is it an actual movie? Mm, Doesn't look like it's a documentary. Okay. Also, the... um... But she was playing something that she actually doesn't realize right. so that probably helped a lot uh, and also i wanted to also mention the older lady that lives that was like scanning the animals i don't remember her name that yeah, she's, she's really been, good too she's been in a few things before yeah she yeah i didn't realize who pointed that out that she's an andor and i was like oh yeah either I lucas think it was dad or, or josh pointed yeah. out mm. so yeah she's great too so it's just i don't know yeah but yeah you go ahead lucas now because then i think lucas is the least uh on board with this show <laughs> <clears throat> i've said this before but overall i'm thoroughly disappointed the production value in the show is not reflecting in what we're seeing on screen and especially with prior knowledge of the show's popularity mm-hmm. either they were trying too hard to outdo themselves with like the first couple seasons or whatever they did. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. This is just off of speculation. So either they, either they tried to outdo themselves and aren't doing it properly or again, like I said, they put, could possibly be, you know, pulling the rug out from all of us and these last two episodes are going to be phenomenal. Yeah, maybe. But the acting definitely has some some weaker points and I don't know if, you know, you spent the the whole budget on <clears throat> making sure that the lines were half decent <laughs> or what, but I'm a little disappointed in the way a lot of the scenes turned out uh, acting wise. And I'm just, the plot seems like it could be there, but mm-hmm. I really don't know. Cause then at the same time, there's some, there's some points where you're just like, why is this in here? Like, I feel like I think about that at least every five scenes. Mm-hmm. There's like one scene. I'm like, why is this even, why is this here? What was the purpose of this? And 
one of those scenes was actually the first scene of part three, which is the birth scene. Right. I was trying to remember, how does that episode start? Yeah, okay. And she's just, uh, Navarro, she's just going to uh, the clinic to see the one lady and she's like ready to arrest him or whatever. And she's giving birth while she's helping someone give birth. She's delivering a baby. She didn't realize it was a clinic though. Right. She didn't, yeah. Yeah. She didn't realize it was a clinic. She just heard screaming. Mm -hmm. Um, But Jared and I talked about a little bit briefly. We thought maybe it was just to bring light to the fact that they do the water births and don't use any like, um, or to the, um, the fact that they, the babies pass out a little bit or whatever. Right. No, I'd said, I think the reason why they did the scene is because um, they were mentioning because of the water and just not just because of the water, but because of other strange things happening in the town that, because I believe in the episode before that they were talking about um, a like abnormally high number of stillbirths. Yes. So yes. then, then I think they showed that scene to think like, oh, this might be a stillbirth, and you think that for a second, mm-hmm. but then, so I, I that's the only thing I could come up with why they right because then they were scared that it was going to be a stillbirth. Yeah, yeah. And there was another scene about that. Yeah, so, there was mm-hmm. briefly. Yeah, but otherwise, I mean, it didn't really hold. It felt like because it was like a, it was almost like a five or six minute intro. So for the yeah, for really the hour, cool. like it was like, it seemed like. Again, like they were stretching so many different things between these different episodes, and then like, like part four felt like it was like jam packed, yes, with them trying to get stuff whittled in there, and then it almost like feels like they're just like punching it into the mm-hmm. into the plot. To speak on the, you were talking about the budget. Mm-hmm. A lot of the budget budget definitely went to. Man, they play a lot of songs in this show, True. and that yeah. is so expensive, especially when you're doing Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. and um. I love that remix. What's that song called? I Follow Rivers? Uh-huh. They did yeah. a remix of that song? That uh-huh. song's great, too. But then they do another Billie Eilish song. So they're doing two. They did. One for the intro and one in the fourth episode, right? I don't mm. remember when. But yeah. that's like... Music licensing is so expensive anyway, but like when you're doing stuff like that, so mm. that's definitely... But it's HBO, so they have... Yeah, they've got the money, budget. so then it's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but then immediately after we go to the station and they're getting Clark's 19 boxes and we get to find out a little bit more about Navarro and Liz's history. Mm. And by that, I mean, we get to find out just about nothing. <laughs> well, they show the, yeah, that flashback. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They go there and we see that short, brief flashback. Yeah. But I mean, they obviously committed a crime that only the two of them know about. Yes. In that scene. Yeah, because they, she explains. He shot himself. Mm-hmm. He was, what, he was dead. Just, he was dead when they got there. That's what they're telling people. Yeah, yeah, that's what they tell people. Yeah. They obviously killed him when they got there because of him killing his girlfriend or whoever. Yeah, she was. whoever was on the floor. Yeah. 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 Does that make you change your perspective? Did that make you change your perspective on Navarro and Liz? No, but it's interesting to know because I, w- I w- was interested to know what happened with them before. Yeah. So that I think mm-hmm. they set that up well. Yeah. And so it was nice to get a little bit of it at least. Yeah. 
But no, it doesn't change my perspective on them. Yeah, whether they like it or not, they have a bond like for the rest of their lives yeah. now because of what has happened to them in that situation. Mm-hmm. And they may act like they hate each other, but if you kill somebody together, that's like for life. <laughs> so. Oh, well, and that's the only part that is implied, but you don't know that. Right. You don't yeah. see it, but it just makes sense. Innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then we move out to the ice and we get the scene with the orange from the intro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This is a different orange scene, though, right? Because, yeah, okay, the other one's in episode four. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they did something with it because when they first showed the oranges, I'm like, they're holding on these oranges, like a shot of these oranges. I'm like, why? Or no, that might have been the previous episode where the guy's picking them up. Yeah, no, it wasn't the guy picking up. This was Navarro. Okay. She picked one up and she chucked it right. far into the darkness. And That's it, right. And she like looks away or something and then it's like back down at her feet. Right, mm-hmm. okay. And there's ominous noises and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I don't know what... It's an orange. Yeah. <laughs> it's a spooky orange. Yeah. Which those are the types of scenes where like, you know, you know there's a meaning for it somewhere. Sure. It's not like, oh, why is this in here? Sure. But there are definitely scenes where you're like... Mm. I did see it. It was in, I don't know if it's in every intro uh, title sequence, but the orange is in there. Yeah. In one of them, it right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing that really seems to change is that last little sequence. It normally has to, it pertains to the episode somehow. Yes. Because the last one I said, oh, there's the ice cave. The ice cave is in yeah, it. Yeah, is mm-hmm. in the, yeah, okay. Okay. And then we go back to Navarro and Liz and Liz is like, all right, let's ask the right questions. Or yeah, Liz. Yeah. And then Navarro's like pissed because she doesn't want to deal with her BS. Mm-hmm. And then she asked them anyways, because I guess she respects Liz, but it was interesting to see the dynamic between those two. And then uh freshman as Navarro calls yeah, him. I like that. She calls him that. It's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, that was a cool sequence in general, just ha- having them set up all the different, the pictures and mm-hmm. them it jump around. But then again, you know, like what they ended up finding by the time they got to it with, with like the paint on the backside of one of the pictures. Oh, like, yeah, I'm like, how did you not inspect everything? And how was, why is that like so late into the, your thought process? Like you yeah. should be looking for oddities in all the pictures. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the part that like, I just, I just don't get about the show. Mm. So that's something that I just, yeah. Those are like the, like it seems forced. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could play into the runtime, but then it's like, it, we were just talking about how it's only technically six hours. Mm-hmm. Of it. It was so like you feel like you could get there faster. Mm-hmm. Like if this was a 10 episode show, that would, you'd be drawing that out a lot more. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird structure so far, but yeah, hopefully <laughs> we'll see how it is as a whole mm-hmm. once we get the last two. I mean, they've made four seasons of this and they're all standalone, which means they've got... Yes. I mean, they're doing a good job. They're not like riding the high of the season before trying to make make more happen. Like they get to start from scratch every time. Yeah, they do. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's only a little bit really that's like a through line, but not really. Yeah, it's it's all their own stories. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like Black Mirror every episode. Yeah. It's got, you know... Yep. It's got its potential. Okay. 
So then they find the paint on the back of the picture and we are in the car driving to the lady's house with the paint or whatever. And they have the hairdresser. Oh, right. Yes. And they uh, have a little talk about magic and what it holds in the town. And they have a bit of a disagreement on it. I don't have anything to say about this. No? Okay. No. No? Okay. <laughs> I mean... I'm glad you have a breakdown because I don't know where it goes next Me neither. This. I don't remember. <laughs> it was a lot more difficult than like any of the other ones because, I mean, Dash, I mean, you can like get like the breakdown online. But for whatever reason, for this show, there's not a breakdown. So then I have to like write a note for everything. And like, mm. it's. Well, we yeah. could, I mean, if you didn't, we could have just like talked about it as a whole. Okay. But well, it's all good either way. Uh, then. Some stuff that we forgot about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So prior mentions to Liz that he knows a vet that might be able to tell them some things about the the bodies Mm -hmm. and she lets him give him a call and he's on his way we get to the uh hairdresser's place and they ask a few questions say anything you guys want to talk about about that besides you know unicorn and mac and cheese (laughs) yeah (laughs) no and then we move on to um, Navara, her Evangelina, mm-hmm. going to the Ice Shack Trader, mm. and they get a warm welcome mm-hmm. there in that scene. Yeah, I mean, no, that's obviously that's later. This is where she goes by herself out on the ice, and he's like fishing in the oh, ice shack. Oh, Kavik! Kavik is, her, uh, yeah, Kavik is out her. on the. He's ice fishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kavik. I like Kavik. I do. Do you? I do. Can you expand on that? Uh, he just wants to treat Navarro nice. Yeah, but. And yeah, I and I, you can say what you want about it, but she keeps coming back to him. Yeah. Wait, that was that was him. That was Kavik. Yeah. That's yes. Him. Was it? I could have sworn it was someone mm-hmm. different. Nope. That was. Kavik. No, it's him. Huh? Then why did he want to trade with her? Because he, she doesn't open up to yeah, him. Yeah, he's trying to get like he's more trying about to, her. I misinterpreted that. Right. That scene. Yeah. He he wants to know more about her. Boss, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to get stuff typed down. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, he's a good guy. She ends up being yeah, yeah. like, "Screw you," and leaves. And then we get a nice little scene of him just fishing for a second, mm-hmm. and then the door slams, slams <laughs> On open. On the world's and, smallest little fishing rod. Yep. Which seems like it might be metaphorical. Yeah, I think so. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> metaphor for what? Yeah, Claudia, metaphor for what? He's got a short fishing rod. Mm, okay. That doesn't sound like, that sounds like reality, not metaphor, right? Short fishing rod equals I short fishing rod. I think that our rod. audience knows what I'm alluding to. <laughs> 
of the. Oh, is that when that scene happens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's leaving and she slips, hits right. her head. And there's another quick flashback to her and some more. Yeah, because I've yeah. got, as my note, travel to another world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because she goes, she, she, yep. But then we see the cutest little kid hand yeah, on Claudia her shoulder. Yeah, obsessed with this little baby I mean, hand. The, the little baby chubby digits were the cutest things. I was like, this is the cutest. Digits? <laughs> cutest little kid digits I've ever seen. <laughs> I wasn't ready for you to say She's digits. Awake. But it's like the cutest little brown child hand. <laughs> I love him. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. And with him, he too. has the polar bear we've been seeing. Yeah. He does. All over the place. getting on my nerves and after that we move on to um the daughter what's her name mm, i leah. don't know but she gets on know. my freaking nerves yeah. mm-hmm. i don't like her for at sure all. so then leah goes with her friend <laughs> to a rally uh-huh. and it's a bit of a culture shock for her because she's been sheltered by her white mom, mm-hmm. as it's portrayed. Yep. And uh, so Addison was watching with me. Okay. And at this point, she said that the guy that was speaking was the hunter they were looking for. Really? I didn't connect that dot me neither but she said it was and she's normally pretty observant about those types of things but i still like even after she said it i was like so but that's what she said huh i didn't i didn't catch I feel that. like it wouldn't be that uh, obvious I, yeah hmm. but then it sounds seems like the whole town is against the research mm-hmm. the, the looking for so, so like the mind the research mm-hmm. the police system in general mm-hmm. yep. like they kind of just like seem to like go with the flow and just let what uh, whatever their nature whatever they believe in just take its course yeah whether the dead is walking among them or not whether people are dying next to them or not and they just kind of like oh you know it's and he's it's just the town it's just, it's just how it's how the town yeah how the town is just dennis so any thoughts on that or just you know go find a church that's a, yeah, that's the thought. Yeah, go to, go, go to church. Go to church. Um, so that's actually right before we get the scene where she travels to another world. But okay, then after that, um, uh, poor Pryor needs to go to some marriage counseling. Yeah. Oh, this is where he gets home late at night and knocks the lamp over. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wakes her up. She was already awake. Doesn't matter. She definitely was awake in part four. Yeah. Yes. And he knew it that time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean... I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I might be the... One of the few women. I'm glad women, you're doing this because I said this to you. One of the few women that is siding with Pryor on this situation. Uh, 
your husband is mm -hmm. a junior detective learning and from the best i might add on how to do his job correctly and when you're a police officer you know let alone a detective and there's a case happening that it's as big as this you're gonna have to have your some grace for your husband to not be home sometimes he's providing for your family mm -hmm. i understand it's hard to not have him there at you know certain hours of the night or whatever but you got a hard-working husband that cares enough because i'm sure he doesn't like being away from his family no he doesn't cares he enough said that to many do times. his it's job very correctly <laughs> yes to do his job correctly to provide for his family and i just can't get down with her shaming him all the time i hate that i hate that there are a lot of women that would love to have a man that works half that hard okay it's just ridiculous it's stupid to let your marriage fall apart over something stupid like this that's just that's my two cents on it well said yeah i, need to, I was gonna do that too yeah we don't need to say anything yeah. else <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> amen I didn't want to say that, so I was waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't going to say it. I mean, Some things are okay for me to say. Yeah. And if you had a problem with it, it's not like him being a cop was any secret when they got together, I'm sure. So. Just probably attractive to her at the start. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then the vet. Oh, so we hit the sixth day of night. <clears throat> And then the vet shows up and deduces they died before they froze. They froze. And then she basically asks him to perform an autopsy. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be against the law. Yeah. He's like, I'm joking. License. I was joking. I was joking. Yeah. And then we find out about Oliver on Camp Shore. Which is the scene you were talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because then they go out. Her and uh, Evangelina go out. Liz and Evangelina go out to the nomad area. And then basically trash pass into the guy's house. Yeah. Because they're like, oh yeah, okay, we're coming in. Yeah, thanks for letting him. And, and go in and just there. waiting there with a shotgun. Which yeah. this is one of the best scenes of that episode. This is a good scene. Because mm -hmm. he was, he did his acting he well. Did. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Very well. Yeah. And Yeah. So, any thoughts about this scene? No, that was it really, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, the guy, because I, I don't recognize who this actor is, but mm. he was he was great. Yeah, he did great. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how emotional he was when he found out about his friend from Salal. Mm -hmm. He was very not right. in the know about what was going on. Yeah. And like clearly, like it wasn't like he was no. mess, messing around or anything either. Yeah. He wasn't covering up. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't know about the death, trespass, get out. Or how his friend is in critical care in a hospital. Mm -hmm. Now I remember how episode three mm -hmm. ends. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> so then we got Anders. Who's Anders? I just put Anders. 
Maybe it was an autocorrect. Is it the guy? Is it the guy? Is it the guy from uh, Anchorage that has been sleeping with? Yeah. For twenty years. The chief. The chief. Yeah. Is. is that him? No, I don't remember his name actually. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I, 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 I figured out the note. Okay. So, they go to visit Anders in the hospital. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. And Liz is talking to him, and he wakes up for a little bit after screaming and all sorts of stuff and he says she's out she's out they're in the ice she came for us and then liz is like who came for you Mm -hmm. who came for you and he just goes back to sleep then some scuffling happens in the back of or in the front of the hospital and liz goes and evangeline stays back and this is when we get the possession of anders creepy and he sits up very still and looks directly at her and says, hello, Evangeline. Your mother says, hello. She's waiting for you. And then just back down. Yeah, like he's hard to happened. look at, that man in that bed. That is rough. I give it to you uh, healthcare workers that work in hospitals and see stuff like that because that is, I mean, I'd be like, you know, being around them. I don't think that was a possession. I think that was in her head. Because right when it happens, there's no one else in the room. And now we saw that she's, mm-hmm. there's other things that have happened. That's part four, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. I mean, when we got at the end of that episode, I was like, I don't think that was... Because as soon as she leaves, then, you know, then he, mm-hmm. he starts talking to her. So mm-hmm. anyway, but... Yeah, no, but at the time, it looks like possession. That's why. Yeah. I see. I I still, I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, he's laying down and then like, oh yeah, he sits up and that's true. And I mean, obviously. And then he he dies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cardiac arrest. Goes into cardiac arrest and dies. After that happened. So maybe there's multiple forms of it. True. I don't know. We also know that there are some people that can see the dead and some people that can't in this Mm -hmm. town. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Then they find the cracked phone or uh cracked prior gets the phone cracked and they found out that That's what my quote was from <laughs> was from that <laughs> and they found the video of annie and she says if anyone finds this my name is annie and then she just wow. screams oh chilling and the phone goes black yeah and that's the end of at the end of the three. episode i was like that looks like a whale skeleton yeah you know? you, you Claudia was doing some uh, CSI pause enhance yeah. on that on that on uh, that video, yeah. which we get to in part four. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I'm just gonna throw this out there at the beginning. It's ridiculous that it took them till being drunk on Christmas Eve to go frame by frame on a video in the twenty twenty in twenty twenty four year of our Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we could probably rip through this next episode pretty quickly because it's like. There's so much in it, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's not going to be very like yeah, mm. and even if we're not, we'll be having a little bit more fun talking. About right? It. Yeah, because like Definitely. episode three really was. It was just so yeah, yeah. it was drawn out. Just like it was. Uh, like I was honestly kind of. I mean, I wasn't happy that you were sick, but when Jay was like, hey, you know, Claudia's not feeling good. We're not doing the TV. I was like, <sighs> <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I could do that for you. Yeah, I was like, we do two episodes at once. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, episode four. 
they're just called part, right? There's yes. no yeah, names. Part. Yeah, okay. No name part four. To them. So we've got Evangeline's sister. I uh, didn't write her name down back there because I didn't know what it was. We get it later. But yeah, her sister is wandering around in the snow with her shirt off. Yeah. And so then she picks her up and takes her to the hospital to admit her and keep her safe because we know we find out she has a little bit of a medical history. And that's how uh, she ends up there. Schizophrenia. Um, bipolar. Bipolar. Borderline personality. Borderline personality disorder. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she gets admitted to the lighthouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Pryor's dad, which oh, we all knew was going to happen at some bastard. point. <laughs> but yeah, poor guy's waiting outside the plane, and lo and behold, his woman never shows. No wife with his little Alaska bunny in his hand, and it's pouring. It's snow. more sad because it's Christmas Eve. I it's, know, <laughs> but it's, it's also like. <sighs> It's predictable. I mean, obviously that's what yeah. was going to oh, yeah. happen, but you still kind of feel he's naive. sad for him. Yeah, because yeah. he's he's like a little puppy. Yeah, I can't a believe a puppy that beats his kid. Right. So I can't believe he gave money the person money. Whoever it's it was. hilarious <laughs> in the scenes afterwards how like in shock he is in his brain talking oh, to yeah. his son about it. You didn't hey you didn't give him money. You know what I was thinking. I could come over tonight. And he's just like talking like this. She must have, her mom's sick. Maybe something happened. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, da 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 da. His brain's protecting him from like spiraling. Yeah. Okay. So then we go back to Evangeline's sister in her hospital room. Mm. And the scene of the music and eeriness shift. We hear something from under the bed and she looks underneath and. There is a dead man with a golden cross. His her mom is what I'm assuming. Oh, it looked like a it? man to me. It looked like because the, the mom the, when, flashback? the flashback with it her did. mom with the gold necklace. That's what I assumed it was. Yeah. Also, we get that, that Anang roll from under the bed too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But it did look kind of like a man. Well, it is dead. True. It's yeah. Supposed to look rotted, kind of. And all men look rotted, right? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> And then Navara, Detective Navara, she goes to Rose's house. Rose, that's right. That's her name. She's looking fine on this Christmas she Eve. She was looking dude, 20 years young. Yeah, she was. <laughs> dude, and she had like a... Beautiful spread of crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Rose invite me over for I Christmas know, Eve, right? you know? For real. Yeah. I can keep you warm. This woman's cultured. She may not look like she is, but she cultured. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then we learn about her and what she was before Ennis. Yep. And she calls herself old and crazy. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, you want to know what about me before I was old and crazy? Mm-hmm. It was a good line. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but she just gave up. She was like, now I'm coming to, and she was a uh, writer for professor. professor for um what was it I'm trying to remember what she was writing about she was writing about something specifically she was focusing on, so- on something i can't remember what she said i don't know well yeah 
but e- then the- email us. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Screen time. Uh, feedback at screen time. Pod. Dot com. Pod. Dot com. Yeah. Yep. Feedback. Feedback. Backslash pod. at no. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, feedback at screen at screen time pod. Dot com. There it is. And the. But this, 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 unfortunately, like as much as I enjoyed the scene, this is one of those scenes where it was like, kind of just like, what was the purpose of that being in there? Oh, with besides potential character development. Yeah, I think that's. But like, really, like Rosen seems like Rosen. Yeah. Well, the thing it, she's obviously pretty connected to it because of the first episode. Yes, mm-hmm. she's she's definitely connected to the story yeah. for sure, but. But this is one of the ones that felt a little bit less important in the moment. Well, she's also the connection, besides all the spiral images, to season one as well. Oh. She's the one that... I know. Yeah. Because she's the... That was her other flashback. Like, was that in the first episode? Where she said she spent, like, a while with... Um, oh, what did she say his name was? The guy did the interpretive dance and in that, um, that point. Oh, yeah, life. that's right. Cole. Cole. Well, no, that's the last name because last name. that's mm-hmm. Russ yeah. 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 from the first season. Uh-huh. So that's the connection. And she said they like spent one last night together and they yeah. showed a mm-hmm. scene of that. Yeah. So that's the big connection with that. So obviously she had something, in, I mean, and she can still I'm see him. I'm hoping it so. makes sense in the next couple episodes. I hope so. Why I hope we they don't learn just... more about her and it's just like not yeah. something dead end. Thing. Yeah, because because then otherwise it would just be like a they just put it in there to connect it with season I know, one, and, yeah. I and then it's like then it's like really yeah. why was it in there? Yeah, but yeah, hopefully it's something. Okay, so then we go to Leah acting out. Oh, That's right. <laughs> starving for attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, starving for it. And I will say I don't agree with Liz. Danvers not allowing her to explore her culture a little bit. I don't agree with that. However, <laughs> I mean, I was a teenager that was rebellious, but I wasn't spray painting buildings and going to stupid rallies and things like that in the night. You know, I just feel like she's just so lost in this world that she's just finding any place to feel like she well i think the reason why she's being that harsh towards her is because that's obviously affected her in the past and -hmm. i think that's why she's being that way towards her daughter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so but i feel like the scene with like the old grandma that was like in the kitchen mm -hmm. and she like ripped her out of the situation i feel like that's a little extreme personally yeah like that stuff is like okay, whatever. Now I would understand, you know, the other things that she's trying to get into and being like, yeah. no, absolutely not. But the family is that like you know, because that's prior. I think it's Pryor's wife's, mm-hmm. either mother or grandmother, right? Yes. Yeah. That was doing the paint. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they seem like oh. they were all pretty tight knit in their pasts and she should be able to be safe at that house without Liz freaking out about what she's doing. But anyway. Right. Um, either way, she freaking bothers me. <laughs> Her decision making is stupid. 
Yeah. But. Yeah. I feel like we get this a lot in shows. Some just stupid child that's like acting well, it's, up. It's, it's, it's a thing with modern shows. Yeah. Because we go back to some older shows. I feel like this wasn't a thing as much. No. No, the yeah. annoying kid, you understood why they were annoying. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of like waited for the character development. Mm-hmm. We don't get that anymore. Yeah. There is no character it, development it's anymore. It's very different now. Yeah. Now they're just annoying the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was one. Very... Now they find ways to justify being annoying instead of character development. Yeah, yeah. No. One character in particular, Monarch, the whole way through. Holy crap! Yeah. Yes, it was the same thing. Yep. And in uh, Lioness. Really? Yeah. What's her face's oh, daughter? The daughter? Yeah. And right. Ahsoka. But that wasn't as bad. And Ahsoka. And Ahsoka. Sabine. There you oh. go. See, it's it's a modern. Yeah. It's a modern I'm thing, like, yeah. I'm getting it a lot through these last few shows that I've yeah. really been into. I'm like, gosh. Anyway. But see, even like go back to the show you're watching now, which I think started in 2005. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's annoying characters in older shows, but is it on that same degree as how they're doing it in a modern no, show? No, because these see? parents are disciplining their children. There you That's go. the difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 2024. Yeah. Listen, all three of us got smacked at this table. Oh, yeah. Religiously. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, smacked. Yes. There was, this is just going to be a side little note, <laughs> funny thing. When I was little, this is one of my favorite <laughs> stories to tell of all time. I never, ever do this, ever. But I was in a phase where I hit people. I was really little like three or something. And I went to smack my mother. Never smack your mother. I will come and smack you. <laughs> but my mom said, don't you dare smack me or you're going in time out. And I apparently sat and thought for a few seconds and then smacked her and walked my ass over to time out, <laughs> sat down and enjoyed that minute or so of whatever it was. I think she tripled the time or something because I was being a little butt about it. No, but she's lucky. She's you're lucky. All you got was yeah. a timeout. My mom would have returned it right back, <laughs> for sure. Oh and no, dad. So dad. Oh, later. I got that yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but nah, you yeah. know, you learned. You learned. And here we are. And here we are. Yeah. You don't hit women. Joke. Yeah. It's a joke, YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Not while the sun is shining. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh. Um, Let's see. So. Then we get a clip of Evangeline and her sister talking on the phone. Mm. And you already know before she gets off the phone, even though the shot is the way it is. But then, you know, she said, I love you. I love you, whatever. They get get off the phone. And her sister is back at the boat. Is it a boat? Yeah, it's a ship. Like an return ship. Yeah. And then we see something that looks a little familiar. Mm Mm-hmm. She slowly takes all her clothes off, folds them neatly and walks beside her the and walks 
out into the sea. Yeah. Folded clothes and nudity. Also, no way she didn't hear the wind blowing in the background when she was on the phone with her sister. Yeah, that's a Hollywood thing, though. I I, I explained that they they do. I mean, her hair was blowing all over the place. I'm like, no way she didn't hear the outdoors. If it was realistic dialogue in movies and TV, it would be like inaudible in some spots like that because yeah. it would be so loud. Right. So like, yeah. Anyway. That's yeah. <laughs> obviously not, to, not how it would yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the show wasn't going for realism. <laughs> Definitely not. And then Leah runs away to Pryor's. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we've got Liz drinking and watching the video over and over and over again. She's just all about work. Christmas Eve. Work, 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 mm-hmm. work, work, work. And this is when she learns you can go frame by frame. <laughs> While she's drunk. <laughs> While she's drunk. Yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> and then she thinks she's on to something. So then she gives uh, Evangeline a call. And then she says that she's coming to pick her up. She realizes she's drunk. Whatever. Says that she should come pick her up. Then she says, I don't want you armed and dangerous while drunk. So then she sends Pryor. And Pryor had just finished and was going home. Is it and so once again, Pryor's called out onto the field. And we kind of get a little bit of a deeper look into how everyone kind of just sees Liz as someone or Detective Danvers as someone who doesn't really give a crap about anyone else and just cares about the case, Mm -hmm. the case at hand. Though this case seems to have a lot of backstory um, to things that build up towards it. Yeah. So it's, you know, a little bit understandable. But then also, you know, I feel like you could give a little bit of a break, but then at the same time, you know, I keep saying, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, with a case like this, everything is time sensitive. And so it's completely yeah. understandable. Liz decides to drive drunk anyways and goes to hook up with mm-hmm. our old pal. Yeah. We learned that she's had sex with everyone Pretty in this much. episode Yeah, they too. confirmed even more people. I mean, mm-hmm. she got around. Yeah. She really liked married guys for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But then he compliments her in a way, but also... Doesn't mm-hmm. says it. She's the better cop, but nobody likes her. So, you know, which do you care about more? To be honest, I feel like she cares more about the whole cop thing. I don't think she cares about what people think. Oh, yeah. that's why she's yeah. everyone hates her. I mean, if I w- if I was like a family member of somebody who got murdered, I'd prefer the cop that's actually good at their job with no bedside manner for sure. So, but hey, also Elf me. is the only thing everyone is watching. Yeah. On yes. Christmas Eve. Which yeah. is honestly kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
I think I think you're right, based. Claudia. You were like you were like, um, well, there's probably like only one channel yeah, in that town. Is, I'm like, yeah. yeah, and everyone's just watching this. I mean, yeah, yeah. especially on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's like the same. It's like it was like showing different scenes, mm-hmm. and they portrayed mm-hmm. to like what was going on around in the yeah. background. Yeah. Because uh, Pryor's dad, what what is this? I guess Detective Pryor, because technically, it's yeah. So Hank mm-hmm. Pryor instead of Peter Pryor, Captain Hank Pryor. He uh, he's getting the part where they're singing in the shower, mm-hmm. and yeah. it makes him feel a little lonely. And he goes, he clean, he grab, he was gonna grab some liquor. Actually, I was kind of proud of him. He didn't. Instead, he just went and cleaned off the bed. Of the rose petals and it looked like he was ready to go to bed. Not the, the camo sheets though, bro. With the cam the rose petals on the camo <laughs> comforter. Oh, bro? don't do it to him. Oh, don't <laughs> Not the real tree bed sheets, bro. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh no. Got some floating petals. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> How do these uh, petals get like this? I know. <laughs> wow. And this really is a strange place. Yeah. <laughs> We're, he looks at the screen and says, we are truly in night country. <laughs> Although they kind of do say that at the end. Yeah. Almost to the screen. Yeah, almost. <laughs> we are in night country. We're all in night country. And then they wink. <laughs> <laughs> that Peter Griffin. Oh, he said it. Yeah. He said it. So then Evangeline gets news of her sister's death. And decides to go and rampage at the hospital for a moment Mm -hmm. because she's upset that they let her leave Mm -hmm. and then she had seen a guy that she had arrested before right outside the wife beater yep the wife beater and decides to go out and beat him and then gets beat because there was three guys there i think she wanted to get beat up oh yeah the pain of her sister dying was too much to bear this is the scene where i think she did act like the worst acting with not necessarily like because she's a fighter anyway in real life mm-hmm. right so not that part but like her in the hospital reacting and doing all that i, I think that was pretty bad that is because she is a good box like because she is a good fighter she's got really good control over her emotions Mm. And, in the, and like in a sense like that you're you can't let that upset you yeah. in a fight yeah and so she's there like how do i emulate do these emotions yeah. and like that's a get mad and yeah. throw these different things and so then it's like looks really forced and everything yeah, yeah. so that was my thought on it yeah that, that makes, makes sense, sense. Yeah. so over time she'll probably get good at it she's just only been in a couple things mm-hmm. so then Liz is drunk driving home and she runs into the polar bear. <laughs> the one with the messed up eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one we continue to see all over the place. Yeah, the little plushie in her house. Yep. And it kind of is just chilling. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't really do anything. Comes right up to her window, though. Mm-hmm. And then walks away because he's just cheating. He's just cheating. enjoying the snow. Yeah. He's looking for a Coke. Just... <laughs> That's right. He's looking for a bump. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's like, a I don't want Pepsi. Coca-Cola. No Pepsi. No. <laughs> Got Coke. Yeah. In the glass bottle, preferably. Has to be, yeah. Has to be in the glass bottle. Imported from Mexico, preferably. Yeah. Yes. 
Literally. Literally. <laughs> Literally gotta have real cane sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and then Evangeline stubble, stumbles her way into Kavik. Kavik's house. Beat to a pulp. And then this might have been some of the better acting I've seen her do. Mm-hmm. She did a really good job at it. And like you say it's Kavik. Mm-hmm. Kavik gets to see Evangeline actually be a little bit of a woman yeah. for once. And How you can tell because there's literally a whole like shot of him like oh, yeah. sitting back like what? Yeah. What? And then he just hugged yeah. her. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. This is a great move where that he's like, good. he's like, I, just you and me together, gets down on his knee and then pops her arm back into socket. Smooth. Mm-hmm. smooth move, Kavik. This was what, what made me kind of like him more, mm-hmm. was this scene. Yeah. No. I'm like, oh no, I like Kavik. Mm-hmm. I think he's good. He's good people. And it's not like he's like begging for her to be there. No. Like he is kind of just like, oh, you know, if she's not going to do it, she's not going to do yeah. it. But then she keeps coming back. He would love for her to be there. Right. But he's not like complaining about it. Yeah. And he was just upstairs reading in the corner. How cute was that? Wow. He's adorable. He is adorable. All right. (laughs) This is my most sporadic note. Okay. Morning after, dead people are dead. Freezing ocean. Curse follow calling. Evangeline saw something, won't admit it. Prior calls, shows photo. That's when uh, Danvers, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm trying to remember what the dead people are dead part is. Oh, when they're having the fight in, in Danvers' house about the polar bear. She's like, oh. is this? Yeah. Oh, all right, yeah. right. Okay. And then that, that's when she breaks it to Danvers that her sister's dead because she didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then we move on to the morning after. So this would be the seventh night. And uh, <laughs> Liz is still a little drunk. She's definitely still a little... Uh, mm-hmm. She buzzed. She's, she's still buzzed. For I sure. mean, she's been acting her whole life, but she acted drunk so well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, she might have actually been drinking on set no, for this. I was like, yeah. this is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's not any of that like sloshing around or no, like no she just was, like genuinely looked like she yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure and then uh, Evangeline shows up and they're talking for a little bit and they have a little bit of a squabble they end up saying or uh, Liz ends up saying dead people are dead because she was prying about her son mm-hmm. because she sees the polar bear which she saw in her travel to another world her dream <laughs> from yeah. another world and. You know, she just says dead people are dead and she kind of says, no, they're not. Talks about her curse with her mom and how she's next. It's been calling to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, it's not a curse. You don't have to believe in it, whatever. And that's uh, that's when we find out she, she saw something in the past. But Liz says she was lying because she won't admit it. Mm-hmm. And we even get to see the flashback of what she mm-hmm. saw. Which would lead to the belief that it could be a ghost and not a, or a spiritual apparition, apparition instead of possession. Yes. For sure. 
That's it. I mean, I don't know okay. anything else. To expand on that. Yeah. yeah. She just can see dead people, I guess, or whatever. She's one of the people in any. She's one of the people. Well, it looks like it's a progression because of the way the episode ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe it's something is actually yeah. coming for her. Yep. Because then they go to the Drudge, and yep. they're exploring the abandoned or seemingly abandoned building. And this is when they see a fire built in mm-hmm. a trash can, homeless, homeless, homeless person fire, a hobo fire, <laughs> hobo fire. And there's also a spiral on the wall next to them. Mm-hmm. They start it looks like it's in blood too. It does. Yeah, it does. And then they start calling for Clark over and over again, start searching around. And as, and this was actually one of the best shots in this episode is when they're like calling and like they're both like moving forward towards the camera and then Liz just continues running past and it yeah. holds on Evangeline mm-hmm. as she looks down and sees a dead body floating that was really in the river. Good. Yeah, her sister. Looked like her sister. It did look like her sister. And then they split up. Liz goes up and Evangeline has to see what she saw up close and goes downward. Then... Liz comes in contact with Clark as he lifts his hood up and we find out it was not Clark but Otis. Mm-hmm. She, He's wearing the coat that keeps circling around and also he is terrified. And he even says that he knows where Clark is. His eyes are the same too. His, his eyes are the same. Yeah. Yeah. He says that Clark went into hiding in the night country. And then he says, and we're all there now. Ooh, 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 spooky. We're all in night country now. Wow. Yeah. And then the episode basically ends because after we see Liz go down to check on Evangeline, she's just sitting there next to the Christmas tree that's playing Christmas Mm -hmm. music very ominously. And she's just saying, Chris Cross Hopsaw, she's got blood coming from her ears. Her eardrums have ruptured, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like the others. Mm-hmm. Others. But she's not naked, so, you know, there's still yeah. a phase we've missed. Yeah, so she's not going to die yet. Not yeah. going to die yet, nope. It's the process. Yeah. It is the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was Night Country Part 3 and 4. You guys got any other yeah. thoughts? No, 4 was better than 3. Yep. And um really hoping that this is just something that's going to be like mind blown in the last two episodes and it's like wow this was an awesome show and not something that's going to completely disappoint me because yes i can't take it anymore i agree well there you have it folks (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys for watching and listening to this episode of screen time we really appreciate your support if you'd like to support us more please rate and review the show on apple Podcasts and spotify If you are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you have any questions or feedback, please email us at feedback at screentimepod.com. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, I'm at Lucas Youngbar. I'm at Jared Youngbar. And I'm at Claudia Youngbar. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time with your original host back from his trip. Boo. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We miss you, Josh. All right. See you.